Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another live sports edition of Outspoken, coming at you, as I love to do, weekly from the second floor of Memorial Student Center, better known as the MSC. The call-in number is 469-474-9370. Again, that's 469-474-9370. It is Monday, October 23rd, 2017, and boy, do we have a jam packed show for you today i am joined by my guest as always the man himself mr clifton monroe how you doing today sir i'm doing great man you know what you, you becoming like a regular here on outspoken i need to get you an outspoken t-shirt or something <laughs> you know some shoes some socks anything you want man because you becoming you are becoming a regular on this show yeah i try yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try to make it you try to make it? Yeah. yeah. Anytime I call Chris or nothing, I mean, you come to, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Anytime the show, we're going to have to show at, at, at 5.30, 6 o'clock, 7.30, and you've been there for every different time period. Yeah. So, man, I definitely appreciate that. So, as I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, we have a jam-packed show for you today. Thank you all so much for joining us. Again, the call-in number is 469-474-9370. I am excited today, even though I can't stand Mondays, but I am excited about today, And but you know what, we're going to get into why I'm excited later on in the show, because I talked to you before the show started, Cliff, and I think you know why I'm excited, but we're going to get into that later on, we're going to save that for the later portion of the show, but we're going to jump into some college football, and again, for those of you that are tuning in for the first time, we go commercial free for one hour here on Outspoken, specifically for this sports edition of Outspoken, so we're going to jump right into things with college football. West Virginia sneaking by Baylor by the score of 38-36. to 36. Now, Clifton, I want, I want to just get your perspective uh, on this game before I just dig deep off into uh, West Virginia for allowing this score to look the way it looked. Before I just really dig off into their behinds, I'm going to let you get your thoughts out first. So, West Virginia sneaking by Baylor by the score of 38-36. Give me your perspective on that game. Uh, I honestly think that uh, Baylor should have won that game just for the fact that they were playing headstrong throughout the through the beginning. Like they were going off uh, offensively, and I, I felt like they got robbed in the end. Now, you know. now one of the questions, no, not not one of the question uh, to this topic was. Should Baylor have won that game? And my answer to you, Clifton, is I agree. But for different reasons, though. Okay. okay. Now, it was 38 to 13 going into the fourth quarter. 38 to 13. 
Going wow. to the fourth quarter. The score was 38-13. And you, West Virginia, you let Baylor, Baylor, yeah. a team that has been horrific. Yes, they have not won. In, season. Yeah, they were 0-6 before coming into have the Have not game. won the game. Yeah. You're right. Have not won a single game. <laughs> and you let them score 23 unanswered points Yeah. in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Now, honestly, what did, what is your take when you saw that? When I saw that, I was like, wow, they really had a chance to honestly win, but they just fell uh, short in the end. So, yeah, like I said before, yeah, they they honestly deserve that win. It's a tough loss for them, but they had the potential to not be zero and seven now since I saw that game. It really frustrated me. Yeah, it really did. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I'm not sold on this team to begin with. It's one of the reasons why they're hanging at the bottom of the top twenty-five. Yeah, for this particular reason, this is why. And this is why I haven't been sold on them this entire season because of what I saw on Saturday. Now, granted. Two big plays in the fourth quarter by the running back, Tristan Nevner, one off fifty two yard pass and the other one off a forty yard run. But nonetheless, I definitely did not like what I saw. Yeah, that... Absolutely not. It really frustrated me. It really did. It makes me curious on what is uh West what is West Virginia's rank in the top twenty five? They were at number twenty four, I believe. West Virginia is at 24. But nonetheless, it's, it, it, that's where it belongs. I was really hoping Baylor knocked them out because I really haven't been sold on West Virginia all season long. And what I saw last Saturday really put the icing on the cake, yeah. the cherry on top, whatever you want to call it. It really, like, it, it really did. It really frustrated me, nonetheless. But unfortunately, they snuck by Baylor barely by a score of 38 to 36. He gave up 23 on answer points in the fourth quarter. And it said uh, 17 seconds left. 17 seconds left. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to move, our, we're gonna move right, right along. Notre Dame destroying USC. I mean, destroying them. I didn't expect it to happen. But I've actually been enjoying watching USC play all season long. They destroyed them 49 to 14. That's crazy. I really didn't expect this to happen. Now, honestly, as far as Notre Dame is concerned, there's only one game on their schedule that I wish that they could have gotten back. And that's a 2019 loss that happened midway through the season against Georgia. Yeah. Who was also another explosive team. That's a game that I honestly wish <laughs> they would have won, that they that I wish they could have gotten back. Yeah. Honestly. And that was in the early part of the season. But that game really, that, that I didn't expect that to happen. I mean, give me your take on that. Well, I mean, uh, they played their game of football. They played uh, a great game throughout the beginning, and uh, Brandon Winbush really went off for two touchdowns and ran for two more. Oh, yeah. He took advantage of the South Carolina defense. Now, what is at stake? for Notre Dame moving forward? (sighs) 
the spot in the top twenty-five. That's 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 what's at stake here. Well, they already got that. They're in the top ten to be exact. They're number nine. Like they already have that. But truly, truly moving forward, because remind you, I was I was expecting that to be more of a competitive game. Yeah, but when wasn't. I saw the record, USC I was like, really yeah. let me down. Yeah. They really let me down, honestly. That game, I was expecting it to be more competitive, along with Penn State just manhandling Michigan State, forty-two to thirteen. I mean, manhandling. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've honestly been enjoying watching Penn State play, only because of one person, and you know that guy. You know that guy, Clifton. That bad man they got at running back. Barkley? Yes, sir. Saquon Barkley. This man is a beast. He had 15 carries for 108 yards and two touchdowns, three receptions for 53 yards and a touchdown in their dominant performance against Michigan State. Their dominant performance. Yeah, they did have a dominant performance. Now, another undefeated team. This was honestly a true test of Michigan State's defense. I honestly feel like it was. Michigan State came into that game only allowing the opposing team 14.6 points per game. Now it's 18. And that's because of the 42 points they gave up against Penn State. That's crazy. They were only allowing 14.6 points per game. Now, the reason why. I have Saquon Barkley as my Heisman pick, and I Bryce Love. And don't get me wrong, I like the dude. Think he has? Think he has close to what? He has over. He already has what? Close to over a thousand yards by now. Yeah. Running back for Stanford. I like him. He's an excellent running back. But I like how versatile Saquon Barkley is mm-hmm. over Bryce Love. Saquon Barkley already has already has close to 500 reception yards, along with over 700 yards rushing. rushing. This dude is unstoppable. <sighs> yes, he's unstoppable. He's a beast. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. Seriously, and you can be a, you can be a rooting for uh, Baker Mayfield and, uh, and and all those guys and and and, and the quarterback uh, Rudolph of Oklahoma State. You can be you can be rooting for all of them. I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> Saquon Barkley is my guy, as far as I'm concerned. I've been watching Penn State play this entire season. The dude's been looking excellent. And they see He's making it look too easy. They see him the ball like no other. He gets so many carries per game. It's, it's unreal. He is 80 to 90% of Penn State's offense. He is. Just throwing it out there. Just like uh, he's he's showing potential like he's Zeke in the NFL. <laughs> you must forgot that I'm a Cowboy fan. You know I can't just leave it there. Yeah. I got in trouble for for doing for doing this on the broadcast this past Friday. Anytime I'm talking about something, I'm not even talking about Dallas, but then you make a Dallas reference and you think I'm supposed to let it fly by over my head. Well, I can't. And you mentioned Dallas Cowboys. You you really like me, Clifton. <laughs> You're going to be all right. You're going to be all right with me. You really are. <laughs> but nonetheless, Saquon, Saquon Barkley is my guy. He's my pick for this year's Heisman, Heisman Trophy winner. 
I hope he gets it. Nine times out of ten, he won't get it because everybody just so yeah, in love with yeah. Baker Mayfield. Like he's just 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 unbelievable. He's like player. a fan favorite. Today. I, yeah, yeah. I, he he's great. Don't get me wrong. He's a versatile. I mean, he 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 can do multiple things in the pocket. He can take off running if you need him to. His accuracy is unbelievable. I get all that. Yeah. But I'm just not an advocate for him. I'm just not. But you can call it like you can. I call it like I see it. I'm just not an advocate for him. Saquon Barkley is my guy. Point point blank period. I don't care what anybody says. He's my pick. Will he win it? Probably not. I would honestly be more shocked if he does win it. <laughs> but nonetheless, he's still my guy. I don't care what anybody says. Call in number 469-474-9370. Again, that's 469-474-9370. We do have a special caller calling in later on the show. I'm not going to spoil that prize. So we're going to keep the show rolling. Now, sticking with college football, Clifton, I'm going to ask you this. We all know who the number one team is. You know it's Alabama. They're a powerhouse. Led by that bad man, Nick Saban himself. Yeah. Which two teams do you want to see face Alabama? And, and when I say face Alabama, I'm not just saying play against Alabama. We've seen that already. Teams have been playing against Alabama, then obviously they shouldn't even be on the field with Alabama. I'm talking about as of right now, which two teams for you would you honestly want to see face Alabama? Uh, to be honest, I want to see Penn State and let's see, TSU. You mean TCU? TCU. Please don't tell. You mean TCU? Yeah, TCU. <laughs> My bad. Now, for me, well, before I say me, I want to ask you: Why do you want to see Penn State, and why do you want to see TSU face Alabama? They're the most uh, dominant teams on offense and defense, in my in my opinion. Overall, they're the best overall team that can go against Alabama. Now, you had me at Penn State. As far as TCU is concerned, don't get me wrong. I like TCU. I really do. I like them. They rank number four right now. Yeah. And they actually been playing consistent all year long. I like Kenny Hill at quarterback. I like the, I like what TCU is working with right now. I really do. Yeah. But for me, honestly, I would replace TCU with Georgia. I really would. Okay. All right. I really truly would replace TCU with Georgia. Now, as far as Penn State is concerned. More so, not necessarily a test for Alabama, but more so a test for Saquon Barkley. Don't get me wrong. Saquon Barkley has been running over every single team that Penn State has played this year. Every team that Penn State has been put, uh, that every team has been put in front of Penn State, Saquon Barkley has been running all over them. Through the air and on the ground. Yeah. Like I say, the man has over 700 yards rushing. I believe he has close to 500 yards re- receiving. So he's been running and, and running all over any team that's been, facing, that's been put in front of him. But they haven't played Alabama. Yeah, they they really they haven't came into a contender yet. So I really want to see what he can do against 
Alabama's defense. Now, nonetheless, we may see a slight taste of that this upcoming weekend because they got Ohio State this weekend, who's also ranked in the top ten. I believe they're at number six right now. Yeah, they are. So Penn State is going to be playing Ohio State this weekend. And we're going to get a little taste of that. <laughs> now, keep in mind, you, and they're winning against Michigan State. Saquon Barkley only had 108 yards rushing, but he had two touchdowns. A lot of people may look at that and go, well, yeah, well, you know, he wasn't just that awesome. But the dude also had three receptions with 53 yards and a touchdown. And one was a long touchdown. Yeah, one was a – yeah, that yeah, was – he bobbled and somehow – I don't know how he caught that pass. <laughs> I really don't. I don't, know, I don't know how he caught that pass. But somehow he bobbled it and in the air that while he still running, he was still able to stay focused and still catch the pass. The dude was unbelievable. I don't know how he ended up caught. Oh, you know, he ended up catching it. I'm such an advocate for Saquon Barkley. Somebody told me I should get a Saquon Barkley onesie or something. <laughs> I don't understand it, but nonetheless, am I really am I really that bad right now? Am I am I really am you I really boasting him right now? You really are. Am I am I really boasting? Well, I'm yeah. just reporting what I see on TV. <laughs> it ain't me. And I am not Paul Heyman here, you know, advocating for somebody that ain't really just, you know, did much of nothing, you know, maybe show up on Monday Night Raw, then next week he's nowhere to be found. <laughs> this guy shows up every weekend. I can't help it. I'm just reporting what I see on TV. And as of right now, Saquon Barkley is that man until some defense shows me otherwise. And the only other defense I can think of, you know, the only other defense I can think of is, is going to be Alabama. Alabama yeah. That's the only defense I can think of. Other than that, there's no defense up to this point that's been able to stop that man because he can do multiple things out of the backfield. So that's just what I got to say about that. Now, Everybody else now. Honestly, a lot of people have kind of said what you said in terms of uh, if if TCU were to play Alabama, you know, and everything like that, it would be you know somewhat of a, a competitive football game. And a lot of people have said Georgia too. Now I'm more so leaning on the Georgia side than TCU right now. I just am because I feel like when they play if they play Georgia, it'll be more of a, a physical a physical game, something that Alabama is known for. And I feel like Georgia over TCU can match them. Physically, not point wise. I mean, because Alabama's a physical football team, they are, and so is Georgia. Now, I'm not saying that TCU is just this soft little puppy, but let the chips fall where they may. That is, that is honestly, that is honestly what I think about it. I mean, just let the chips fall where they may. So, honestly, my two picks are Penn State and Georgia, preferably Penn State. You want to know why? Because that means I get to see that bad man <laughs> on Saturday. His name is Saquon Barkley. That may just make me a Saquon Barkley t-shirt. Why not? Why not? I might as well just do it. But for the top 10 AP polls, of course, they got Alabama number one, Penn State number two, Georgia number three, TCU number four, Wisconsin number five, Ohio State number six, Miami number eight, Notre Dame at number nine, and Oklahoma, unfortunately, at 10, <laughs> I was hoping my Texas Longhorns would have, would have been able to put them away, but it didn't work out. That was a couple of weeks ago. It didn't work out. But unfortunately, Oklahoma still stays in the top 10, you know. So, we're going to move into the Southwestern Athletic Conference. And don't and, and please be advised, we're not going to stay on this subject very long. There really ain't much to talk about, okay? Grambling, destroying Alcorn State, 41 to 14, and everything like that. So, the question on here is, what's at stake for PBMU football moving forward? I only have one word. There's only one word to describe it. 
and just pray. <laughs> that's yeah. all I got. Pray for them to move on through the season. Like that's that's all I got. That's all yeah. I got. What you what you got, Clifton? I ain't ain't really nothing else. I hope say about that. I have hope. <laughs> hope in what? What, what? what hope is there? That we will have a like a season record of like more winning than losing. At the end of the day, and the ratio would be. <laughs> That's a shame that that's all you have to hope for at this point. But honestly, you may be right. That may be all the hope that we have left here. Because at the end of the day, you've already lost to the most the, the two important teams, teams on your record yeah. right now. You've already lost to them. It is what it is. And I understand you got Southern coming up and everything like that. And honestly, I'm really not so sure about that game either. I'm really not. I'm just not. They took care of Jackson State this past weekend, which I intended for them to do because who was Jackson State this year? They're nobody. So at the end of the day, Southern took care of them this week. Now we will have Southern next week. This week we got Bacon College. I don't know. I don't know where the school is located. Where, where is the school I, located? I feel like it's a community college. I don't know why, but are they connected with Everest? I don't know who. These, I don't, I don't, know, I who don't know who these people are. <laughs> Clown College. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't either. know who these people are. But at the end of the day, you got Bacon College this weekend for homecoming. It's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a pointless game. If you're going, I won't be there. I'll be broadcasting Glenn's, uh I'll be broadcasting Blend's homecoming. That's where I'll be. But nonetheless, it is what it is. You lost the two biggest games on your uh, on your schedule. Uh, yeah. Your only hope, as you just mentioned, hope, since we're talking about four-letter words, hope, your only hope was that Alcorn somehow, some way, beats Grambling this past weekend. And we saw what happened there. Yeah. And even then, I didn't have Alcorn winning. <laughs> now, 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 this blowout, I definitely wasn't expecting that. I definitely wasn't expecting that. I figured at least Alcorn was going to make it into a game, seeing as how we did. Yeah, we just sat there and sucked our thumbs. I don't, I don't. But nonetheless, Grambling did what I've been expecting them to do. They showed Alcorn, us, and everybody else, well, they're the best team in the SWAT. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is they're the best team. I'm tired of everybody saying, oh, man, they're not that good. They're not that good. Damn that. Forget about it. They're that good, yeah. okay? Yeah. Yes, they are. And at the end of the day, if you don't think that they're that good, then what does that have to say about us and your team? Whoever in the SWAT that you may be rooting for, if you're rooting against grabbing, okay? That's just the bottom line. They're that good. They, they just really are. Hell, we gave them a sweep in awards when we played them. Yeah, they they gave us – I think a kicker got an award that game, too. The kicker got an award. Newcomer of the kicker year got an award. award. Yes. Defensive player of the, of the week got an award. Yeah. Offensive player of the week got an award, award. Yeah. against who? Us. <laughs> yeah, so, at the end of the day, you see that person saying, oh, they're not that good, they're not that good. Obviously, you're not watching the same football game <laughs> that I'm watching. But these dudes are good. Yeah. Okay? It ain't just no halfway good, sometime good. Maybe this week they good. Maybe next week they ain't so good. No, they're good every week, okay? And they show it every week. So, nonetheless, it is what it is. I got four letters for prayer view, and that is pray. That's all you can do. That, that's all you can do. They say prayer works. Well, damn it, we finna see. <laughs> we gonna see, okay? But that's all I got to say about that. So, as we are... 25 minutes past the hour again. We are 25 minutes past the hour. Andre Davis, alongside my main man, my sports my sports contributor himself, Clifton Monroe. 
coming to you live from the second floor of Memorial Student Center, better known as the MSC, as I love to do every Monday and Thursday. Again, the call-in number is 469-474-9370. Again, that's 469-474-9370. And we're going to keep the show rolling. We're going to jump off into the NFL, Clifton. The L.A. Rams destroying Arizona by a score of 33-0. Now, before I really just jump off into this, I want to get your perspective from that game. Before I really just, before I really just dive off into it, because I am, because I want to see if this really resonates with you. But before I really do that, what was your takeaway from that game? That was a, a game where I thought, honestly, I didn't know who the Rams had on their team, but apparently they had the great defense that game because they shut down AP, and he had like, I don't know how many rushes he had that game, but he didn't have enough. Yeah, he had he had nowhere near enough. Yeah, so it wasn't even nowhere near that close game to was 134 yards he had last week. Yeah, so that yeah the LA Rams did what they had to do on defense, and you know people really get on my nerves, Clifton. Everywhere I turn. Oh, well, Carson, Carson Palmer got hurt. But he got hurt. If he was able to stay in the game, it would be a different game. No, it wouldn't have. I'm, when he was in the game, they were still losing. That's, I just want to make sure we was watching the same game. That, that was. That's all I want to know. That, I just want to make sure we was watching and, uh, the same game. And the quarterback for the Rams, he wasn't doing that good, and it still seemed like he was doing phenomenal in that game. But he really wasn't. It was like he had, like, a few touches and a couple of touchdowns, but he didn't, like, Show us like thirty-three-zero by himself. It was the defense that contributed. Well, number one, thanks to the new head coach they got this year. Yes, their head coach is doing yeah around right. him. Uh, now you mentioned the quarterback Jared Goff. Let me go ahead and just put this perspective out there. I understand that everybody has their thoughts and their opinions about Jared Goff and everything like that. And in my opinion, and it's just my opinion throwing this out here, okay. Now, nowhere near am I going to get on here on outspoken and say that Jared Goff is an elite quarterback. I'm not going to say that. But nonetheless, I feel like everybody kind of already has their opinions and their thoughts about him based on what he did last year. Don't get me wrong. The fact that he was the number one pick for the L.A. Rams last year, Jared Goff was horrible. But let's not forget, he was also playing for the man by the name of Jeff Fisher, a guy who led the LA, who guy who led the Rams to four and twelve on the season in the Jeff Fisher system. Honestly, think, like, think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. Jeff Fisher was horrible, and personally, I feel like it took them too long to fire him. Should have been fired long before he ended up getting fired to begin with. Okay, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher was. Horrible, and therefore, I personally, I think he made Jared Goff feel like he shouldn't even be, uh, made him look like he shouldn't even be an NFL quarterback. Yeah. Just truth be told, that's that's honestly how I feel about that. Again, I'm not trying to say that you know Jared Goff is now all of a sudden this elite quarterback and he's special and everything like that. No, I honestly think now the fan, the fans of the Rams are now getting an opportunity to see why this guy was selected first to your team to begin with in terms of the new head coach that they got this year, that being Sean McVay, actually helped build something around Jared Goff in that offense. 
Yeah, he made him into the team that hell. Even Todd Gurley is looking like his rookie year now. Yeah, he's even he's even looking like that. And then they even end up getting Sammy Watkins in the off season. Yeah. So, all I'm saying is, under this new system, maybe we finally for once get to actually see what we could have saw from Jared Goff last year that we see this, this year. Because he pretty much already had the same amount of passing yards as he's had this year that he ended with last year. Again, ended with. There's 16 weeks in the NFL yeah. season. And he already and he already has damn near close to that amount this year and what he ended last year. So He's off to a great start. Nonetheless, again, I, that's, I just want to throw that out there for perspective. Okay? I just want to throw that out there. It's really been a flip side to this organization, in my opinion. It really has. Now, that doesn't mean that I take back from what I said about him last year. It just means I feel like there was something else resonating with that in terms of who was their head coach, that being Jeff Fisher. (laughs) I personally feel like he played a role in that. That's all I'm going to say. But I want to get your opinion and your thoughts about the L.A. Rams moving forward. I feel like they're going to just keep getting better and better just just based off of that uh, just based off of that game that they blew out the Arizona Cardinals 33-0. I feel like they're just going to I feel like they're going to go on a win streak to be honest after this game. Who knows what's going to happen with them, you know? We'll see as the season progresses, you know. Again, I'm not really just excited L.A. Rams is one of those teams in the NFL as of right now. Ain't really just a team that you can just get overly excited about, but at the same time, you can't sweep it under the rug either. Yeah, you can't sweep you, you can't sweep it under the rug either. It's like one of those teams where you know I'm not gonna let you in the door, but I'm not gonna kick you out of my house either. Yeah, I ain't gonna kick you away from my, I ain't gonna kick you off my property. You know. Yeah, you may make you a pallet on the on the front porch or something like that, and then we'll see how your behavior is as to whether or not I can let you in my house. Yeah. You know, they're kind of one of those teams for me right now. You know. They don't just get a, a special invite into the house and I just welcome you with open arms. No. But you're not kicked off my property yet based on the way you've been playing and just the way, just on how efficient you guys have been playing thus far. Let's just see what happens. And we're going to take this opportunity to go.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.